ourselves because Chris doesn't help. He won't even chime in on the harmony. So we harmonies. just did a, a quadruple part harmony between two people. Never been done before. It's like a triple indie. Nah, maybe, maybe back in the days of doo-wop. But here we are back again on planet Earth, ready for a new birth. And we're bringing it to you. How you feeling? Post-America this? podcast episode number 666. It's the number of the beast. You know there's a subway uh, entrance at 666 Fifth Avenue in New York City? Yeah, what's your favorite sandwich there? 53rd Street. <laughs> well, ironically, there's a Subway restaurant down there as well. Oh, yeah? And my favorite ah. sandwich would my favorite sandwich would be, uh, what's my favorite Subway sandwich? I don't know. Probably like a tuna sandwich or something. It's mine too. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, I'm not, I don't like you know much of this stuff, but I like the tuna. Subway just smells weird when you go in yeah, there. It's, it's like weird. It's their bread. The bread has a weird smell. Yeah. Like it smells fake. like chemicals, doesn't it? It's fake bread. Maybe. It, doesn't, it, it smells like, like what a robot would think good bread smells like. Look, so Chris would like it. No wonder why I like it. Mm. This bread is good. <laughs> Chris the robot. I got uh, some people were uh, sending me messages. They were mad that we attacked Chris last episode. Chris, did you feel attacked? I, I, I felt abused. Your words hurt me. I needed a safe space. Uh. No. It was all in good form. Come on. Uh, see, Chris got nervous because uh, yeah, no. he said safe space. He won't even want. He doesn't want to like go that route. That yeah, he doesn't want to. He tease. doesn't even want to mock that people need a safe space. <laughs> That's how left wing he is. I'm tired of the left wing, right wing media. All right. Which Are you looking one? for an alternate media? Left slash right. You know, the liberal right wing media is telling lies, and I'm tired of it. And these atheist religious people trying to shove their shit down our throat. <laughs> All right, these pro-life abortion people. Come on, man. Enough's enough. And I'm sick of this boiling hot, freezing cold water when I try to take a shower and someone flushes the toilet. It's always That's terrible. Uh, you know, there is no safe space. These people are idiots. There's no safe space. Well, I mean, for people like me and you, every place is a safe space. You know what I'm saying. When you though. have confidence and you believe in your belief... You don't have to pretend to be upset or pretend to be comfortable. Then the whole world's a safe space. I'm talking about for these people who are so philosophy. insecure that yeah. they can't hear a word without crying. And you got to say a, a trigger exactly. warning before you say something that might be offensive. to Everything's yeah. offensive to someone. But their lack of confidence is what makes it necessary for them to seek a safe space. Their, their brain is when what's you are unsafe. Confident, yeah. And you are confident enough that you don't mind an opposing opinion, 
the whole world is a safe space. And that's how you open up meaningful dialogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but you can talk to each other, you know, and it's important what you say. Yeah, you see? <laughs> so, how's everybody feeling today? We had some good weather this weekend. Ah, not bad. Did you get out and enjoy it, boys? Yeah, I was out. Yeah, I was out, out and about. What did you do, stumps. Chris? Had to rip up a bunch of trees and cut down a one tree, pull out a bunch of bushes, and do some stumping. I can't imagine that, but that's cool. Chris, you don't do nothing. It's hard. <laughs> you ripped out a tree. Yeah. Ripping trees out and stumps. Yeah. I can't imagine Why, that. What are you building yeah. a cabin? What are you doing? Nah, there was a bunch of dead like bushes on uh, my girl's house, man. And then there was like some scraggly-ass trees that needed to come down. Why don't you like, call us? You know we do that kind of work. Yeah, you know. Jesus I did it on Friday, Chris you know? handled it easily. All right, well, good for you. I'm not saying I don't believe you. I'm just saying I'm I can't shocked. imagine it. Just saying I can't imagine it. It's I'm a, just it's saying a hard, it's shocking. It's a, it's a funny looking, a funny looking image in your head. Now, how about the meal we just had? Uh, we got a new good. sponsor this week, Anne Marie's Italian Cookery. Yeah, very good. And holy crap, man! Our own personal private chef. Can't really talk shit about what happened with uh between us and um, our former restaurant tour sponsor, because there was some uh, serious drama went down there. Yeah. But um, what happened? Hey, can't really discuss it too much. Well, I would love to know. Without getting the feds involved. Oh, wow. You know, all we could say is there was a, a griddle and a pan. Uh, you, you know, we more. don't talk about that stuff. We don't snitch. I don't want to snitch, you know. I'll cut my tongue off before I snitch. All right? So we had to seek out a new a new uh, food sponsor because, yeah. you, as everyone knows, we like to eat before, the, before or during, and after the podcast. Of course, we're Garbones. The only thing is I'm so full right now. Yeah. Just went to the bathroom three times in a row, man. <laughs> Sausage bowl That's a lot of pee. Oh. That's a lot of pee, I'm man. Like tired and dizzy. <laughs> you know, we got a, we got a good um, food question. We did? From a listener, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find this right quick. Yeah, we just posted up quick. Send so any questions. Because uh, Joe doesn't like to a- answer questions that are a week old. Well, Ugh. sometimes they're just like, you know, they get outdated. Yeah, but, you know, there's people going to Irrelevant. If it's going to keep them on the too string long, the whole you know? time, let them, let them max. What's the question? Go ahead. So Shoot. the question was, out of everyone in the band, okay, who would be able to eat the most... Mini powdered donuts. Wow! Hmm. Out of everybody, out of in everyone band? in Wisdom and Chains, who would ah, be able to eat the no most? Question. Mini powdered donuts. Evan. Yeah, yeah Evan. He could eat the most anything. Yeah, That's true. But I love mini powdered donuts. You Ooh. could. You guys can I would have a say donut off. if it's mini powdered donuts, and this is the last. I can't. Maybe it was a uh, two weekend trips ago. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but I brought. Donuts for the fellas because yeah. we left early in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, and I brought donuts, yeah. and I think the only one who touched them might have been Evan. Yeah, totally. But um, I gotta be in a mood. You know what I mean? Yeah, for something like that, you definitely. This is the be thing. Now that I know you love mini powdered donuts, maybe you could beat them. Yeah. But the thing with Evan, he doesn't. Ha- he doesn't love anything in life. He just loves loves <laughs> yeah. food. He loves <laughs> Not any, even love food. any food. Like, he knows he needs food, and if there's free food. He takes advantage of the opportunity. He thinks, I could, you know, I could fill up now. Then later on, if we have to pay, I don't have to. He does calculation <laughs> oh in his head. He's God. like, we have an eight-hour trip ahead of us. <laughs> totally. So now that I know you we love probably it, though, say you might three give him. Yeah, you, stops. If it was a neutral food oh my God. that everybody liked but nobody loved, he'd kill everybody every time. If it was, let's say, 
Yeah, just some something like a China buffet, something like that. Yeah, where it's just like it. you know, just or pizza. We all love yourself. pizza. Pizza, yeah. He's yeah, he'd eat the most. He could eat more than anybody. Yeah. But if you do, I didn't know you love the mini. I donuts. love the mini powdered ones. Yeah, you yeah. might give him a run. I mean, we could all eat, but if that's your thing, I don't know. I'll eat those till I, I hurt. do. But they dry, and then your mouth is all dry. And I, you know, I love to whistle. You gotta have them with some. Uh, like, give me your best whistle. Nice. That's excellent, Richie. Damn. How'd you do that, man? It's insane. Well, I spent time in the wilderness. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) You live among the birds? I can tell. Pretty good. You lived among the birds. I could imitate the most any bird with my whistle. But uh, nah, yeah, Evan Evan is a big eater. When it comes to powdered donuts, though, yeah, maybe Joe got him. What do you think, Joe? You thinking you're calling yourself? I would say me or Evan, yeah. Yeah. You know, Luke can eat a lot of food, but. It's not worth it for him to eat food. He couldn't eat. I don't know about powdered donuts. And if what, it was like, if it was like pasta, I think Luke. What might, happens when Luke eats a lot of food? Oh, you have to hear news. him complain for the next twelve hours. He just has oh. stomach problems, and he doesn't give a shit. Uh, He'll eat whatever he wants, and knowing, just pay the price. Yeah. Afterwards. Yo, he he gets like white as a, a ghost. <laughs> yeah. All the blood drains sweating. from his face. He starts to sweat. He starts sweating. Like a heart crazy. attack almost. He looks like he's having. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So that's a great question. Thank you, Richie Landro, for the question, and uh, we appreciate you what, sending what that one. What made him ask that? I don't know. Well, I just said if we're about to record, anyone you know, send in some questions huh. and uh, just a white mini powdered donuts. Yeah. So who would eat the most white mini powdered donuts? Now it also <laughs> depends if you have a drink or not. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to drink with it? I don't, milk, maybe coffee. That's coffee? what. That's my See, I don't drink, drink of coffee, choice. So. But imagine drinking water with it. Ugh. Nah, that's bad Gross. news. Gross. Bad news right Oof. there. Mink, that's terrible. What do you drink water with? I drink water by itself. Or maybe like, I don't know, beef jerky. Like, what do you drink water with? Uh, I drink it all the beef time. Beef jerky, I, I would have like an orange soda. Yeah, grape soda, orange soda. Yeah. Cream soda. Water. Whew, let me think here. Like, yeah, we drink water, but do we eat and drink with water? I, I could drink that. water with something that's really spicy, like... Uh, if you get like halal food from a cart, or maybe th- a Thai food, Thai food, but yeah. it's like water, like fresh, you know, like ice they just cubes. poured it for you. Yeah, there's yeah. ice cubes floating in it. It's like a delicious. Yo, do you remember the water we had? the The tour we just got done in Europe, that breakfast Traffic we had with Madball show. Yes, holy crap, that was blessed. This water was like, I mean, it was amazing. You talking about breakfast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why? Why was it like that? I don't know. It was crazy, dude. I don't know what the brand was, but the water was outstanding. Yeah, it was like outstanding. A tasty spring water. You know what was good that that breakfast too? That they chopped up those fruits like so small. Did you eat that? Yeah, yeah. They were so fine and chopped up, and they had a granola and yogurt right next to. The Ooh, snack. that's the way. Yeah. Right Delicious, unbelievable. It was nice, but yeah, all right, Joe or Evan. Next so, question. Next question. Yeah, that was good, though. Thanks, oh, Richie. Uh, I didn't know there was going to be questions. Yeah. No, I just asked people because, you know, I feel bad. People have been sending me hate mail. That's because they hate you. They've been sending me. I know. I'm a hated man. Come on. Don't say that. Speaking of hate, shout out to our friend Bill Dukes. He recorded a a uh, comedy set of his last night. Did, Did he know? Bethlehem. No, I was at a family reunion in Connecticut. Oh, what a sellout, dude. But Bill Dukes had a special, and guess what the name of it is? What's that? Um, I don't know. Anybody? Any guesses? I don't know. I say it's going to be called Diary of the Drink. What do you call it? What he does? He's uh, he restocks the 
the drinks. Stockman. Stock Diary of the Stockman. <laughs> Stock Boy. Stock Boy. Stock Boy Diaries. No. No? Okay. You're going to love this. Huh. It's called Haters Gone Hate. So hate on haters. <laughs> oh, wow. That's ah, the name of it. Interesting. Haters going to hate, so hate on haters. It's going to get a nice black audience with Fascinating. that. Fascinating. That's what it's going for. Come on. Black people don't like Bill Dukes. He likes them. <laughs> only his brother. He That's the only black guy them. that likes Bill. But yeah, big shout out to Bill. I hope it went well. I can't wait to see the uh, see the recording. I hope he did good. Yeah. He was supposed and to I come wish, on a podcast. I wish the best for him. Do you ever invite him on a podcast? Yeah. Not? Right. He's welcome anytime. He hates us though. We record sporadically, so it's hard to say. Yeah, you know, yeah. Come on. But uh, we'll definitely have him on again soon. Oh, we were supposed to have a guest today. We were, but got we postponed. Started, we started too late. Should we talk about it? Yeah, just why not? Hanging. Speaking of hating people, people hate this motherfucker. Hating on them. They hate. We were supposed to have Chubby Fresh of Integrity One Life Crew heavyweight fame. The oh drummer. boy. And he's a controversial figure. Says a lot of crazy things. People don't like him. This, that. He's always at war with this old member, the old singer, Dwid from Integrity. Ah, wow, it's going to be good to have him on. Jimmy, great. We've yeah. been friends with Chubby for a long time. Yeah. And uh, he says a lot of, th- he, he puts his foot in his mouth a lot. Oh, <laughs> you know? I don't know why he, he does that. He can't stop. I think it might be. He has a, like an immature reaction to conflict. Yeah. Like instead of like, Wait, well, somebody said something about me? Like, huh. Or maybe somebody said something. He has to react. Yeah, immediately. Like, I'll show goes, you. Well, you know, and it's kind of like, oh. Uh, I remember one time. I don't want to. We don't talk too much about him because he's yeah. he's going to come on in a couple of weeks. But yeah. we, we did this tour one time. Oh, I can't even. Maybe I should save it for then. Yeah, save it. I'll hey, save I it. I want to save, save that. It. <laughs> but if anybody has questions for Chubby Fresh. Send them in. Send away, baby. We ask Chubby anything. We know people hate him. We know some people love him, too. Nah, probably nobody loves him. You think anybody likes him? I like him. Or it's just us? I love him. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I got another really good question here. Oh, right. yeah? Y'all ready for this? All right. I don't wear socks with Vans on Instagram. That's a statement. That's not a question, Joe. It says, I don't wear socks with Vans. Oh, oh that's what it says, though. He says... Where hasn't Wisdom in Chains played that you would like to play? And what band would you take with you? This podcast is my favorite. Keep up the good work, Johnny. Thank I you, would Johnny. say hey, Cairo, thanks, Egypt, and Black Sabbath. Hey, take Black Sabbath with us. Yes. To Cairo. Awesome. <laughs> oh, it's a, like, you know, it's a question, right? It's yeah, it's good. All right. Imagine playing with like Black Sabbath could set up a stage on one of the pyramids and we Giza. sit up on the other and then the yeah. crowd could all stay and watch Black Sabbath and we're just playing to nothing because oh, man. Well, in, but we are playing our, on the pyramids. our fantasy scenario though we would force the people to watch us. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, dude. I would say Australia. That's my my oh, dream tour. Sure. I, I really nice. want to go to Australia. Yeah. And uh I can't get enough of this band Fury, man. There's this band uh they're not really a new band they've probably been around for like three or four years but um they just recorded a cd where they're from they're from orange county california i'll get out of here hold on a second you're punk rock you're not hardcore hold on richie no this band is dope (laughs) this band sounds like it sounds like no i heard them killing time bright side like reminds me of killing time definitely um hold on oh the paramount that's the name of the new the new cd it's called paramount paramount and uh, it's on. Let me see if I can find a record label so people could check this out. It's really good. It's like, it sounds like, like 
hardcore from a certain period of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like time capsule stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember, uh, we just got a link sent to us the other day. Speaking of time capsule hardcore. Oh, yeah. What's the name of that band? Craig Satari sent us a link to was it the Necros? An, a band that was not really a big band, but they were an early New York hardcore band. He said it was like it uh, one a band that's instrumental in developing a sound of a lot of other. I'll find that, but bands. for now, let's get Chris's answer on that. Yeah, what do you think, Chris? Where would you where would you want to play anywhere, and who would you take with you? Uh, I think I'd like to play. That Wisdom Change hasn't played somewhere in South America, maybe Brazil. Oh, you know? yeah, we had many promises of playing Brazil. It still hasn't happened. They, they say that's very doable, but Yo, not yeah. for not no. But we just turned down a nice opportunity to play there, so it's it's our own fault. It is our own fault. So anyway, that's uh oh, who who do you say he's gonna bring with him? Yeah, who? I think we should bring uh, the Departed with us. Come on, dude, the this the is departed. fantasy. Wow, man. We fantasy. see Joe Stanley every day. All right, if you want to have a fantasy band. I'm bringing Bell at Black Sabbath. You guys, come on. Come on, do something. Who I'd like to bring. Jimi Hendrix. Wait, he can't, he's dead. Fantasy. He can't, he can't. Fantasy has to border on reality. Right. I would like to bring. The band from Star Wars. From the cantina. I would. The Creature Cantina. Size Noodles in the Electric Orchestra. Correct. That's my. So you got no answer, Chris? I don't know. I don't know what we have a fantasy band. All right, Departed then. We'll take the Departed, Jeez, Chris. Oh, we like Departed, but still. All right, so uh, yeah, this this band uh, recorded uh, this demo called One Voice in 1983-84. It's called One Voice? The demo was called One Voice. Oh, how about that? The band was called The Psychos. The Psychos. Yeah, and it's a little history of The Psychos at sod-mod.com, and it's pretty cool. That's right. Who put it up? Billy Milano put it up, right? I, I don't know. Billy Milano, bold, courageous man. Bold, courageous. Or a racist. <laughs> you or a bold, courageous racist. Those do exist. He but, has uh, some of the most offensive lyrics probably in the history of. Remember the song, Aren't You Hungry? Oh, my God. Aren't You Hungry? <laughs> no, I never really listened to that He's much, basically so. mocking starving people in other third world nations. Ah, that's nice of him. Yeah, brutal. Then uh, a the song AIDS that he made. Yeah, anally inflicted death sentence. Jesus, man! Imagine him bringing this band in 2015. He had a lot of ballads mm. too. Ballad Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> oh my God! That was the the lyrics. Wow. Uh, Sounds yeah. like a nice guy. Well, you know, there's like the sounds element, like a real sweetheart. There's uh, hardcore is very diverse, and we were just talking about Chubby Fresh. And there's bands from SOD to One Life Crew to No Redeeming Social Value to Murphy's Law to Modern Life is War and Defeater to Marauder and All Out War to Gorilla Biscuits and Warzone. It's, it's, none of these bands sound alike. None of these bands sing about the same stuff. But it's all hardcore somehow. Very true. You gotta love it. Yeah. You gotta love it, baby. It's a it's like a cross section of uh, humanity, if you will. If you will, where indeed, there's indeed. many different opi- opinions, there's different levels of yeah. people's uh, aggression, p- different levels of intensity that people mm-hmm. have towards each other, towards themselves. It's a and it follows right mix. through from the bands into the crowd. Yeah. Very true. And then you see the the party drug addict guy that 
half homeless next to a successful straight edge lawyer. Yeah. You know? And you know what's crazy? I don't, not to get too like deep on this subject, but it's real popular these days to be an atheist, right? Yeah. True. Now, I don't, I don't claim to be one thing or another, but if there's a, if there's a reason to believe that there is a, a, a realm beyond this that has these amazing, uh, powerful entities and energies that we can only dream of. And, you know, every now and then you might catch a glimpse. If there's ever a reason for me to believe that personally, it's from what I've seen at hardcore shows. It's the energy, the transfer of energy from the, from the stage to the crowd and among the crowd, you sometimes it goes from the crowd to the stage. It's like you can feel it. You so actually you're saying the hardcore it. show is religious or spiritual event. Yes, and there's it taps into something that's not it's a communal spirit. It taps into something invisible that you can only be felt if your 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 heart is open to it. Mm-hmm. You can feel it, and you can't. If you if you're if you're a uh, a closed minded person and you walk in here and you see these you know look at these morons jumping around like idiots I'm yeah. I'm gonna leave if your heart is open to it you will feel it and it will transform your life not for the better I'm just saying it'll transform the way you look at the world yeah you know so if there's if there ever is such a thing as God I would say it exists in places like that probably exists in churches too people probably get the same feeling at church Mm -hmm. they probably might get that same transference of energy from the pulpit to the to the pews or around a campfire with a bongo drum dancing in the ass sense of fellowship absolutely so you're saying if there ever is a god most likely he has an esp jeff hanneman strapped around his shoulder and he's rocking out in 50, Pennsylvania, baby. 51, Very well 50. could be. Very well could be. 51, the sound of 50. God blaring through the 5150 with the Mesa Boogie cabinet in your face, shaking your earlobes as you levitate. That's I haven't magic. been everywhere on this earth, but I have been there, and it's a beautiful place. Yeah, man. Who knows? What the hell were we talking about that we talked about? I don't, even... I don't know. Something about donuts, maybe? Nah, know. that was a while ago. I don't know. But, yeah, oh, the question was, uh, yeah, we all answered the question, so we're good with that. Yeah, that was a good one. Thank you, Johnny, for that question. I hate when we don't answer. Sometimes I go back, I listen to a podcast, and we said somebody's question, and we never, we just went on to the next thing. We didn't (laughs) fucking answer it. We're very OCD. Not only that, but we kind of forget everything. ADD, more like it. You know, like right afterwards. Hey, somebody said that uh, they really liked Chris's thing from the last, last episode. He said, a time Pepperidge Farm remembers. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a really nice. <laughs> See, Chris, you got, some, got some. No, that made me laugh too, Chris. I like that. That was a good one. Yo, you know what made me laugh <laughs> when he kept on saying "dwarf" over and over? <laughs> I got a bad accent. What can I do? That was crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, he said it once by mistake. What do you he remember? Said again? What dwarf? He said it again? It's a dwarf, not a dwarf. <laughs> but so do you dwarf, remember dwarf? And then the, yeah, he with was the, the guy shoes with the, on his knees. Yeah. Oh my goodness, a dwarf. I was like, what is he keep saying that for? He knows it's not a dwarf. It's a dwarf. Unbelievable. A doctor, no less. I don't know why that, I think stuff like that's funny, but that was pretty funny. Hey, guys, do you think... Is this a question from the fan or from you, This Joe? is from me. Oh, oh okay. okay. Do you think that a doctor of theology mm-hmm. is a doctor? Like, would you respect the title of doctor? Whoa. To someone who says who's a doctor of theology, 
Uh, well, do you expect... This is more of a learning question for me because... Do you expect Chris's title as doctor? Yes. Why? Because of the... You got to respect the the steps he took to get... Okay. Well, title. what is different than, with the case of the doctor of theology? Chris is dealing in... Mm, how do in I put what, this? Really? How do I put this? All right. Chris is dealing in tangible things. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe. A mathematician is dealing in uh, factual things. Okay. All right. So you couldn't be a doctor of like uh, science fiction. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Well, yes. You couldn't or you could? The fiction part, I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's the You that's couldn't the become thing. an authority on science fiction? To the level of you have a doctorate in science fiction, you studied for twelve years. Is that at a thing? A I reputable don't know. university. I guess, you, I guess you get a doctorate in English literature, with, and you studied science fiction. Is the genre? Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe yeah. literature you know, is mo- literature. is a lot of fiction. Yeah. So you're saying you know a doctor of theology? I know a doctor, but you of don't theology. respect his title. Uh, I'm asking myself whether I should. I think you should. Why not? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to expect respect the field. But the title, I would imagine, is earned. Yeah, no, he had to put some time into it. I would think. You know what I mean? It was just some study. A fair amount of study has to go into it. There's several languages you'd have to master. So respect the time dedicated to the to the absolutely the what do you call it? Not craft, but to whatever the, dis- the, the, the discipline. discipline. Okay, the discipline. I got you. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, mean, I was just curious because. It like it sounded funny to me. Yeah, honestly, he he said it. He mentioned it a bunch of times. Doctor, I'm a doctor. Doctor, me and a few other doctor friends of mine, and I was just like a doctor, huh? Like, I don't know. It's just it's an odd title. Yeah, for a lot of people do the same thing with me because I am a doctor of uh, gray alien and UFO studies, mm-hmm. and some people don't respect huh. my doctorate that uh-huh. I earned and uh-huh. gave to myself. Very good. Very you good. know, I did eleven hours. Over three years on YouTube doing research on this. That's that's amazing. I watched alien autopsies. I watched UFOs flying through the air. I own the DVDs. I am an authority on this. So don't question that man because I know what he's going through. They're flying through the air. They were flying right through the air, man. Oh, my God. And they were UFOs. Nobody could explain what it was. It's unexplainable. Exactly. That was just uh, something that was on my mind. And thanks for clearing that up, fellas. You were always on my mind. Hey, Richie, what do you think singer. about Officer Tommy Norman from Little Tommy Rock, Arkansas? Norman. For people that don't know, what's his uh, handle on Instagram? TNorman23. At TNorman23. There is a great man that goes by at TNorman23. Guess what? At 23. Why? Michael 20, Jordan. He's I'm a guessing. huge Michael Jordan fan. Oh. Yes. He's a Southern fella from Little Rock, Arkansas. He's a police officer, and he's a very kind, compassionate, caring, giving human being. He's trying to lead a a revolution in policing called community yeah. policing. Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's involved in the community. Like he gets out of his car and he walks in these rural. Rural neighborhoods, yeah, trailer like, to trailer, yeah. you know, hovel to hovel, and he, all the little kids know him. And yo, know, the the cool thing is that his Instagram is blowing up over a million deep, and oh, it's wow, insane. Really? And yo, it went so he's got one point two million yeah. followers on Instagram. He had twenty two hundred followers. 
Mad Joe gave him a shout out. That's one point two million. Crazy, incredible, okay. crazy. I sent him a box of wisdom and change shirts to to give out to the yeah. Kids if people want to like what this, do you know this guy at all, Chris? You know of him? I think I've seen a few things. He goes around handing out toys and yeah. But well, these, this is these why are sent from people all over the country. It's the because world. of his Instagram. His Instagram blew up, and now people send him. These these kids are celebrities. Yeah, these right. little kids in the neighborhood now have Instagrams with like yeah. twenty five thousand followers. Like these these kids from That's Little cool, Rock. Man. It's awesome. He's filming the kids. He's having he's having a nice rapport, nice relationship with the kids. Then people see the kid and they say, "Oh, I like Fat Mac. He's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna mail Tommy Norton Morton Norton Norman Norman some shorts to give the fat." And then he's. Now it's just blown up. He's got so much stuff. It's like awesome. These kids are getting basketballs. They're getting food, snacks, sneakers. And he goes into the hospital, and there's yeah. a lot of real unfortunate people, man, that are yeah. in, in the hospital. Some really terrible things happen to people. Yeah. But he goes in there, and the faces just, the smiles on these people's faces, it's like you can't help but love. He's a modern-day police officer, Mother Teresa. Wow. What's up with a good Instagram uh, following? And another good thing about this, he's making people so familiar with these kids, because you know they're probably going to be future criminals. We'll be able to nab them right. O- no, I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> That's go- terrible. That's terrible. Unbelievable. But yo, go terrible. To, go to his thing and check out Fat Matt. My favorite is Davy. Davy's the Davey's man. I love boy, that though. dude. Find Davy, and, and you're gonna. Davy's the man. You're gonna love Davy. I love the two little kids, Fat Mac and Carez. Yeah, great little dudes. friends, and their little girl Maya. Yamaya, oh, yeah. Oh man, these kids are so cute and they're so nice. And yeah. he he just he comes in the neighborhood and they all come running out like the ice cream man. And yeah. he pops the the trunk of his cop car and it's just filled with with snacks and uh-huh. sh- sneakers and t shirts yeah. and stuff sent from all over the world. And what is he? He's a public servant. He's a public servant. Exactly. So why not go about his service like this? Yeah, you're designated to patrol a certain area. Why not become familiar? Why not build a relationship and friendships with the people that live in the area that you are working in, that same people that pay you to go there? Why not try that attitude rather than the rolling through like a occupying force, eyeballing people? And every time I see exactly. a cop, eyeballing exactly. me, this and that. And I'm like, yo, son, take that badge off. We see what's good. You ever see a cop with a dip in his lip? Chewing no, tobacco? But that would bother me. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> I saw a cop. He was wearing shorts. He had on... These r- ridiculous like wraparound sunglasses, like he's playing outfield for the Mets, yeah. and he had uh, like a big dip in his lip. Yo, how come the country boys they love baseball hats and sunglasses on the baseball hat, like the with the real tight arched brim? They don't wear the glasses; they just yeah, put and, them up. And, there. And it's like an accessory. I'm always like, oh, you got your little accessory on your hat. <laughs> oh boy, oh, your little Oakleys that you never use, but they're like. They're wrapped up there because you saw your favorite NASCAR driver rocking the same style. Oh, You're no different boy. than a little teenage girl that likes Kim Kardashian. You don't fool me, you <laughs> fake, phony fraud. You don't fool me. I ask oh, myself that boy. a lot, man. Like, am I am I dressing like a like a type, like a thing? You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, you know when you see, oh, my God, this is the worst. When you're on the highway and you see, like, a biker. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's got literally wearing a Sons of Anarchy t-shirt. Yeah. Like he's actually wearing on his motorcycle a Sons of Anarchy t-shirt. I saw that today in Connecticut. I saw a guy. uh He he cut the sleeves off of it. He had his thing and it's a little helmet. And he's like, 
Like you, re- you that's fake, dude. You're that's not in funny. a fucking uh-huh. game. You're in a. You're pretending you're in a fake. I mean, could it be like, like? I mean, could if you saw people wearing like Star Wars outfits, you'd forgive them and you'd think that was kind of oh, that's cool. They like it, but not if they were driving a a land speeder. Yeah, but that, you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I love that shit. You sure though? Like I don't know. You it's might just cut ridiculous, them some slack. Man. Maybe he's a big fan, and if you talk to him, be like, oh, he's just like. Like like a Star Wars dude to be in the Star Wars, this dude really like Sons of Anarchy, and he bought a motorcycle that he thought he knows all the characters. I, I think more. I, uh, I mean maybe. more just that look uh, of the the uniform. Yeah, They're wearing a uniform, just uniform, like they do bother me. Uniforms. A uh, like a hot. It's a hot topic. You know what I mean? It's oh, the same shit. theory as hot topic. Like yeah. people go in there when they want to become a new identity. Oh, I want to be a raver. Go to Hot Topic. They got what you need. Oh, yeah. I want to be goth. Go to Hot Topic. They'll take care of you. There's yeah. a whole prefabricated it, so fashion. So you can go to uh, any Harley Davidson store, and that's the Hot Topic for Shit, I hope we're not. We don't bikers. like that. You know what I'm saying? And I really hope. I, I look at myself a lot, and I'm like, I hope. Ugh. But, I mean, I kind of am because I wear a lot of black T-shirts with band names on them with the similar um, logos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And well, I mean that's if you, know, you look at my closet, line of work, though, you could say yeah, you could say that, but it also kind of looks like a uniform, you know. But he, you ever see like the hardcore kid uniform, like the uh, camouflage cargo pants, cargo shorts, yeah, running shoes, uh-huh. uh huh, black t shirt with a ba- you know, yeah. I mean, there's definitely and there's different vibes of hardcore. You know, you see those diagrams on like Facebook, and they're pretty accurate. Yeah, a like lot the of the hate time. breed guy. Oh man, and then the uh, the more emo-ish guy to straight edge uniform but how about how <laughs> how luke is all over chris for chris to change his style yeah. never he wants <laughs> never. Chris to change his style so never. bad chris is a does, time right? capsule for sure though chris is a time, chris is a old rock, school, rock baby. And roll time capsule never will i change wrong my with style that. nah listen i don't i mean maybe i come off like that but i don't think i do i just rock out you know brother like me man we just sweet like that son what's good you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't actually, but all right. All no, I right. wear whatever. I wear whatever. I I don't think I, you know, fit a certain type, but I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know, Tom Cruise, Leonardo DiCaprio-ish kind of vibe or something. What about tattoos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, have, they, have tattoos become a thing where you're a type now because you have tattoos? You know what? I, I, when I look at your tattoos and uh, my own tattoos, it's kind of like, uh, I think we got the wrong kind of tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> compared to the rest of the hardcore scene, you know what I'm saying? They got a lot of like full on yeah, sleeves. Yeah, these guys got like, really good, bright, like really like detailed, high quality tattoos. And you know, I don't want to insult you, but maybe my yours aren't, aren't that great. <laughs> I got one real nice tattoo, and it's on my side. Yeah, which I you know I never take my shirt off and shit. So it's the oh, it's yeah, a really nice like, tattoo, but yeah. I you know no one ever take sees it. Take it off, so. baby. Show the world what's up, so my lady. No, you know what? I, I mean. This is true. For, I don't think I look like a Puerto Rican. But for some reason, even up to two weeks ago, I worked with a Mexican dude that I'd never worked with before. A nice little dude, hard worker. And he says, he looks at me and he says, Boricua. I say, no. Like, fuck. And that happens enough that I'm like, fuck you, dude. No, I'm just like, nah. Like, what are you talking about, dude? But I don't think it's my look. I think it might be the tattoos. Maybe. Unfortunately, there's something called Puerto Rican tattoos, and I might have a few. 
<laughs> oh boy. Well, I get I'm constantly oh people talk to me in Spanish. Yeah, totally. Well, but you forget I kind of I look like I might be yeah. Puerto Rican. And then with the Puerto Rican tattoos as well. And yo, you know what's funny? Okay, I have a tattoo on my head that says Julie. Yeah. Okay, it's like a behind my ear. Yeah. And people who think I'm Puerto Rican assume yeah. that it's my name, that my name is Julio. Yeah. And I got my own name Julio. tattooed because that's the Puerto Rican in thing case to you do. Forget. Yeah, you get your own name tattooed across your stomach or your, your neck. Puerto Rican people love themselves. There's no doubt. They're they good do. people. They love themselves. They feel, yo, you can put a mirror by a Puerto Rican, he's in it all day. Ain't it's nothing like wrong pool. with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I love the Puerto Ricans. Respect to Aldenetta. Ralph Aldenetta, my homie. Respect. Uh, we Who got next? A, got a cool question from Dan. Danny. Did we answer that guy's question? What was it? Was that a qu- I think that might have been my question. I don't know. I don't even know what we're talking about. I don't know. But we got a, que- a question from Danny Steely. All right. He says, what's Danny a- Steely? You know who that is? No, but Steely Dan. Put it backwards, baby. Yeah, I think it's... He's wow, I wonder if he knows wow. about that. Wow. Dan Steely. I think that's his actual name, You think too. he knows about that? I'm I might. sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I got a hunch. Uh, he says, what's it like being in unions in New York City? How's work? How's the commute? I'm in IUEC Local 5 in Philly and would love to hear some work talk on the podcast. Oh, Ooh, a little work talk. This next segment is something we like to call work talk. Right here, you can play like a there hammer go, drill. Or yeah. Gotcha. Chipping gun. Hey, back it up, motherfucker. Keep. Okay. <laughs> I'm in a uh, a union called Local 18A out of the Bronx in New York City. And we are concrete laborers. Philadelphia doesn't have this sort of union. They uh, they have laborers, but they don't have concrete laborers. So this man might not be familiar with it. But basically, you know, we do concrete-related uh, tasks. But Sidewalks, you, floors, high rises, foundations, machine pads, anything. And it sucks. I hate work. I don't like concrete. I'm in a union maybe 17 years now. It's a majority Irish union. Just lately, uh, there's some different uh, types of people in there, but they're like right off the boat. I don't know how I got put in that union, but in the beginning, a guy who was Irish, American, Brought me in, but you get put into a pool, and there's three concrete labor unions, 18A, 26A, and one of them is all like Italian dudes, and I thought for sure that's where I was going to be sent after my, uh, after I, they wanted me to get a certain amount of hours and then pay a little fee, talk to Vinny Barberino and get in. After all of that, they put me in 18A. Mm, they're still waiting. You're still waiting for the call. Yeah, but that's all right. I'm 18A. Just good, good dudes, and uh, I mean, uh, work all over the place. It fucking sucks. Commute sucks. Work sucks. When I'm at work, what am I thinking about? Thinking about rocking out. Thinking about writing a song. Thinking about eating peaches and plums and watermelons and hanging out, going swimming, swinging on a vine. You know, <laughs> like I don't want to be there. But I do what I got to do. Swinging on a vine. You know. Nice. It's a good work fantasy. Yeah. yeah. There you have it. Yo, in 18A, you guys are allowed to do a little carpentry too, right? Isn't that the, the thing of 18A? Uh, no. We're not allowed to do carpentry. What's the What's the difference? Isn't there, is there an 18? There's a, a labor's union that gets like one or weird flat B rate. And they're allowed to like, I think 731 
has guys that could do some carpentry, but they mostly work on bridges and in, in underground places. But no, we, we're, we're not allowed to do that. We have carpenters that we work with, you know, that do like forms, like concrete forms, this and that. Not like sheetrocker guys, but... Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The unions, I think, are getting weaker, in my opinion. They were stronger in the past. There's a lot of work. It's really busy, but believe it or not, Manhattan, at one time, there would never be a non-union job. They would get shut down. And now, there's quite a bit. Whole big companies are going non-union. And this will sound crazy, but when there was organized crime involved in the unions, this stuff wouldn't happen. Sure, these guys were taking advantage and doing the wrong thing, but one thing they were doing, like the scenario of knocking on, hey, uh, you need me to protect your store, you know? And the guy's like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want to deal with that. They were protecting the unions in their own way because they were also protecting themselves. It's their, it's their money. Mm-hmm. But they would never let a non-union job happen. How would they do that? By being grimy, beating the shit out of dudes, attacking people. But guess what? Nobody wants to deal with that stuff. So now how do you stop non-union? Because, oh, we go non-union, we just uh, pay way less to these guys. Plenty of people w- willing to work for free. Not free, but for way cheaper than the union guys. Although you have a couple deaths on the job. You'll have a lot of companies going under. But it's just, yeah, it's a different mentality. It's not like dead, but it's definitely weaker than it was when I first started. Word up. So I'm in a local 157, and we're the carpet, uh, Carpenters Union. Uh, there's, a, there's a few different carpenter, carpenter locals. It's probably like six, six or seven different carpenter locals. And I'm in 157, which used to be, I used to be in the one called 608. And then 608 was a pretty corrupt union. Do you remember 608's motto? 608, drunk and late. Yeah. Something, something, (laughs) we can't see straight, something like that. Yeah, they were bad. Like when I was starting, we always worked, concrete dudes always had 608 laborers because I think their hall was up in the Bronx too. And yo, when they say drunk and late, they're not kidding though. These dudes are animals. Then they got shut down, though. My first job that I was on was at the renovation of the Plaza Hotel, 59th Street and 5th Avenue, uh, right at the corner of Central Park. And that, that was the first job I was on. So that's I didn't really know how to act in the union. You know, there's like a certain a way to act and a certain etiquette, the way, yeah. you know, where you could spot somebody that just got in because they're acting like, a, you know, like it's kind of scared, almost timid. And um. I remember my foreman told me to take sheetrock off of this wall. He said, take the sheetrock off of here. We got to move this wall, you know, take the sheetrock off, take the framing apart, and we're going to move this wall. So I started doing it. I took the sheetrock off, and an avalanche of beer cans just came pouring at me. It was just a spot where everyone would drink beer all day. These guys would drink beer for months and months and throw their beer cans over the same spot, over the same Little soffit in this wall, and it would always throw the beer cans in the same spot. I took the sheetrock off, and all of these, yo, it must have been eight feet high of just beer cans behind this wall. So when I took the sheetrock off, it just came pouring at me, just empty, empty wow. cans. But that was the that was the way six oh eight did their their business. Animals, baby, and they really fucked Crazy. a lot of jobs up like that too. Yeah. They made a lot of money, but they really fucked some shit up, I think. But uh, so they they dis. Banded 608 and then sent every all the members to different uh, locals. They split them up, right? They got basically they got rid of the 
the board of directors. All Irish dudes. Right? And then they sent everyone <laughs> to uh, to different locals. So I ended up in 157, which is like we do a lot of work in like Midtown Manhattan. From I would well I would say from uh, probably from around like 70th Street down to like World Trade Center. We yeah, do a lot that's of where majority of work is. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of got lucky getting that kind of work. It's easy commute in, easy commute out. Now, how about you worked carpentry up here in the uh, non-union, more residential kind of vibes? Yeah, that's how I first learned it was sheetrocking houses yeah. up here, and then I got into framing and now, stuff Now, you ever like notice that. about the people that don't work in the union, but they do the residential, how they kind of look down on the union guys as if they're not good workers or hard workers? Yeah, there's a lot of hate towards uh, towards unions and I mean what is hate other than jealousy for the for the most part it's, yeah. it, you, not always well, but if it, you're not familiar with it for, for something like that it's it's more jealousy than anything because you know it's a good job man it's a, yeah. a guy like me I don't I didn't do anything to deserve you know or earn this type of job I just got lucky and most guys in the union I think got lucky but I mean what do you mean lucky you're working aren't you I'm working yeah. but I, w- I used to do the same work mm-hmm. for a lot less money and crazier hours yeah. for a lot less money. But it's safe to say your projects were worth a lot less money. They're worth less. So you yeah. got to hustle more and you got to like, yeah. you got to work later. Yeah. You know, like I would, I would work the same hours here as it is for me to commute to New York, do a day's work, take the bus back. And I'm still home earlier now than I would. Maybe not when up I was- as early though. Maybe not up as early, yeah. but um, you know, I was working twelve-hour days, fourteen-hour yeah. days here, and and you do that in the winter when you start. Now, are, are the union carpenters in, in New York are they lazy? You think? No, no, no. There's lazy people everywhere. Any any job you're going to be on, there's lazy people. You know what? But that's a. I would say as a whole, no, absolutely not. Physically harder here than there, or um, it depends on the task. But no, I I mean, Same there's shit, some right? very difficult stuff. Basically, you have I'm to trying do to tell there. these people to shut their mouths. There's difficult, difficult things yeah. you have to do in a union, man. Yeah, Very it's, not, it's not like a well, it's a typical ploy you get from <clears throat> right wingers who say, "Oh, union, it's just destroying the country." You know, it's uh, they're not working up to their potential. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You hear that all the time. And I heard it from the same same kind of bullshit talk yeah. from people who don't well, know, you know what? about the when union. You don't know the union, and you think all unions are the same. There's private unions, and then there's there's public unions and there's unions that taxpayers pay for. They pay yeah. salary of police officers. So if you don't like the police officer union, you could do something about it. You're the taxpayer, the teachers union. Yeah. You, if you don't like that, if you think they're taking advantage, but we don't work in unions like that. We pay our own dues. The public doesn't pay for us. And then uh, we get negotiators to talk to us and find us a fair rate has nothing to do with any taxpayers. It's yeah. a totally different kind of union. Very because there are unions that where people they're taking advantage. A lot of the uh you know, they're like there's bus drivers and there's there's like I said, cops, there's you know, that's different. Find out if they're taking yeah. advantage because then yeah. the taxpayers are getting hurt. So for people who are unfamiliar with the union, because I'm sure a lot of listeners are a lot of haters. There's here's an example. I, I started working in the Poconos, okay? And I was Framing a house in January, okay, and it snowed. It, it it snowed and rained one night, and so you had a snow with a crust of ice on top of it. Okay, we 
when okay I, I was framing the the roof on a house and there was three stories on this house and we had to walk on a two by four or a two by six wall the top of a wall okay three stories high and scrape ice and snow off of this wall so that we could put the roof on the house now i don't know if you can picture this six inches wide you're basically walking on a balance beam 35 feet in the air okay walking on a balance beam that's covered in ice and snow with a shovel scraping the ice and snow off of this balance beam so that you can attach a roof to it okay there's no harnesses there's no safety equipment you just it's just you and a shovel and this is typical in the Poconos. This is it's it gets we get bad winters here sometimes. So this is typical work. You might have a neighborhood with 10, 15 houses going up in it, 10, 15 different c- crews of framers putting this house up, and you got guys walking in conditions like this. One false step, you're gonna break something at the at a minimum. You're breaking something. Worst case scenario, you're dead. Or, or quadriplegic, you know, you break your neck. I know a guy who broke his back. He had a, a wall actually fall on him. He was framing a framing a house alone, and he put this gigantic wall up, and a breeze came and blew the wall right onto him, broke wow. his back. I know another guy who fell off of a roof, broke his back. It ain't right. So if you're going to do that type of work, because projects in the city are far more dangerous, they're way bigger. The bigger the job, the bigger the accidents. So why on earth would you not be compensated for this? If there's a way for you to be compensated for the type of danger you're going to put your body through, very the, type true, of, man. the type of harm you're going to expose your family to by doing this, this dangerous job, why on earth would you not be compensated if there's a chance for you to be compensated for that dangerous work? That's the idea of the union. And if you're a family man and you think you're doing a good thing, you're providing for your family, but you're going out there under these dangerous conditions without any protection, without OSHA qualified people to regulate your movements for your own safety, and you think you're smart and you're a tough guy and you're a good worker, then you fall down, you break your fucking neck, now you're in a wheelchair, and your wife and kids are changing your diaper, what good are you then? And guess what? Ah, you're so tough now! You should have did the other way! And no one wants to know you then. Not sorry about, that, but nobody so sorry about your luck. You. Sorry about your luck. You know, that's, that's the thing. Sorry yeah, about your you luck. can't be a hero when it comes to your, your life and taking care of your family. Don't be a hero. I'm, I say no. Don't be a dangerous. hero. Do you? The one guy, he was like, listen, could you cut that wood for me? I said, listen, how's it work? The saw spins around. I'm not going near that thing. It's dangerous. <laughs> I'm not All getting right? in that car. I'm not going there. They said, meet me at the other job. How do we get there? Subway, that's dangerous. <laughs> no, Yo, a lady kidding. told me a story. A lady? I, have you ever seen a, a subway accident? Anything crazy happen like that down in the subways? I saw a guy on the tracks, but there was not a train coming. Yo, a lady just told me she saw a guy get his, his, lug, his legs cut oh. off. And his body was mangled, but his legs were separated from his body. Oh, Jeez, Jesus. Because he fell on the tracks and a train came by. Wow. Sick. When I was a kid in Brooklyn... Maybe about 12th and that on the L on Avenue I and somebody did that like a teenager went on the track and hit by the train and it was just a mess mess I told you mess. when I was in a cab once the cabbie ran somebody over 
Yeah? yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> we got. It. We didn't psychos. run him over. He hit the guy. The guy went flying. Cab drivers wow. are psychos. Well, a guy cut us off, and a cab driver went to the right towards the sidewalk, and it was a guy that was off the sidewalk like two steps, and he smashed him. Remember that cab Damn. driver who was like, "You, I hit it. What did he say? You hit in my car. I hit in your face." No, I don't remember that. It was in. Uh... Oh, when they were arguing with the cabs, <laughs> yeah. the two cabs, yeah. Not nah, a lot of stuff, but uh, that's some work stuff. But yeah, there's a ton of work stories. I mean, there's funny ones. You work that's... with a lot of crazy characters. I mean, uh, there's so much stuff that goes on. One day I'll tell when I have somebody else, a guest here, I'll tell them the story about when I'm in the work truck driving down in BQE. But uh, I'll save that story. It's a very good story. That's a good one. One of Richie's favorite stories. One of my favorite. Favorites, but these guys already. I'm not too fond of it, but it's one of Rich's favorites. I love it. (laughs) But uh, who wants to hear about work? We ruined the whole thing. That's enough work. Listen, if you could stay home from work, stay home. If you get a chance to take a vacation, take a vacation. Yep. If you could go to the movies one night and you're like, you know, I didn't call out of work for like a whole week. So I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to stay home tomorrow. I'm going to go to the movies with my friend. You won't be on your deathbed wishing you went to work that one day you missed. Dude, because I used to work crazy, even as a little kid. Like, I just always worked. And you know what? I wish I did. Because what I got show for it now. Yeah, yeah you sure, know, I got a Benz and a Land Rover. What else? All right, a couple mansions, but what else? Somebody else just sent a question. I know some of y'all are union workers. What local are you guys with? That's crazy. Local 18A, baby. People want Cement, to concrete, laborers. One, two, three. Shout out to 251 in New Jersey. Thank you for the question. Trey yell Respect to all the trades out there. Peace. Except for the electricians. Come on. I mean, come on. Larry DeHunter says more of Richie's feminine versus masculine stuff. Oh. Oh. You got anything lined up? You're not in a union? That's feminine. Oh. I don't know. I don't got nothing lined up. I could come up with something later on towards the end. Yeah, it was asked. A couple people asked me about that. What was the last one I did? I don't remember, man. When you're such a guy like me, everything's feminine, though. You know, even talking to this mic, I feel weird. You know? Oh, my God. Get the hell it's out like of here. It's like a penis over here. Get, Get the thing out of here. What I want a mic with a hole in it. Mic with What the? Like a vagina mic. A vagina mic. I feel more comfortable. Is there anything like that? Did they make okay. any of those? I don't know. Like, put a little uh, nugget on the end or something. <laughs> Get this Nugget. weird straight thing what out of the here. Fuck? Disgusting any, me. If there's any tech people out there that know of any vagina mics, we'd appreciate if you send us a link or something. Thank you. All right, I'll do it. Not as feminine. <laughs> Chris, play the music. That's feminine. That's feminine. That's feminine. Yeah, it is for yeah, real though. Okay, check it out. Real quick, uh, walking around and having to see a man's feet is yeah. disgusting. It kills me. Mm. All right. Guys that wear sandals exposing their feet, that's feminine. <laughs> why? Okay. Why is that feminine? Because it's women. It's disgusting, but why is it feminine? Women expose beautiful, smooth feet. Nice, tender feet. But what if your feet are disgusting and hairy? A and, woman? No, a guy. They should never be exposed. I don't want to see a man's feet. They shouldn't hmm. see the light of day. The fact that he knows another man has a chance of seeing his foot is feminine just by itself. 
Like who? What are you going around hoping somebody looks at your foot? You weirdo creep! Cover your foot up. If you wear sandals and you got socks on, hey man, that's all good. You know, like some Nike pieces, or Adidas. But if you got no socks, your toes are hanging out. You got it. That's this. And people are doing it more and more. Like weirdo, like dressed normal from like the ankles up, and then all of a sudden you got to see a guy's feet. That throws me off. I don't like that, man. That's feminine. Hmm. Any dude showing your feet, you're feminine. Wow. All right. That's that's a that's that strong strong one. words. Yeah. Not strong, words. strong words. Strong Richie. words. You go to the man. beach, you got to understand. You know, even though there's beach culture. Yeah, but when you're on the streets shopping in a restaurant, oh boy, come on, you want to see somebody's foot when you're in a restaurant? I, I would say well, it's gross. Yeah, but it's, I yeah. I don't think it's feminine. It's a I feminine just think it's thing. Gross because men should never be too comfortable. Okay, hmm. you put your work clothes on, your boots, your suspenders, a hard hat. A woman is in a nice flowing skirt, you know, nice silky material, <laughs> feet exposed, comfortable because she has a hard job in life, raising kids and cooking and cleaning. That's hard. All right. So listen, she could be comfortable. She could be exposed. But the man, no, man. Not only that, it's just it's a feminine practice because something could break out at any moment. You got to be ready for the tiger in the tall grass. My, my friend fear, Brian Callen says. Yeah, my biggest fear is having to do something in bare feet, like chase somebody down or get chased down or throw some hands in bare feet. Now, Richie, let me ask I you something. I couldn't do it. Let me ask you something because you've seen me kick my shoes off in a fit of rage and fight someone. Your shoes, really? Yes. You've seen me knock somebody out, but first I made sure I kicked my shoes off. You I don't remember that? I remember that. And Shawnee. The front, in the front yard of Shawnee House. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. right. I remember you putting your glasses and on. And I felt real even... comfortable yeah. with my shoes off yeah. in this particular instant. I was fighting. I could feel the grass You're between, different, though. You're between different. my toes. I could feel the pebbles, and it made me alive and awake yeah. when I cracked this motherfucker in the face. Yeah. You're different, <clears throat> though. That was not a feminine fight. No, not at all. But you're different. As you're or half black, the black man is what I call the original man. Oh. The original man. Hmm. Do tell. The original man is comfortable in his original getup, the birthday suit. So you can understand when you're ready to do natural stuff like beat somebody's ass. All right, you want to be bare knuckle, bare foot. You're going to step on his throat, whatever you do. Maybe that's why I lose the races to Luke. Maybe take, I should race him take barefoot. Your shoes well, off well that might them. be. Hmm. But you're original man. So I can understand. I still don't want to see your foot. One time we were doing a, a <laughs> show and at night we were sleeping in a hotel and Joe's he sleeps on his stomach. You always sleep on your stomach. That night you were sleeping on your stomach, and your, sometimes the blanket was a little high, so his one foot was hanging out the bottom, and his <laughs> big toe is as big as a plum. I call it a baked potato. <laughs> it is as oh big as God. a plum. It's huge. And he needs a separate shoe for his toe. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like that, and I can't really do anything barefoot. Like I feel useless barefoot. I sleep in socks. I got boots. And uh, cleats and regular sneakers right by the bed just in case. Cleats. <laughs> for any occasion. Ready to go. If there's Footwear five for any occasion. doors between where I'm sleeping and outside, all five of them are getting shut and locked. All right. That's me. I'm always ready, baby. I notice you don't you don't like sleeping near the, the window. No the window way. Hotel rooms. You like to not be near the window. I don't like window. that. I mean, I don't like none of that. And hmm. I don't like the window. The, the shades open. None of that. I like the shade open, the window wide open, the breeze, oh. fan blowing on me. I mean, if you're high enough, I could open the window. Like, it's safe, you know, unless you're, you know, the ninja's coming for you. But 
the regular guy's not getting the regular crackhead who you got to worry about. He's going to get you if you buy a low end window. Let's slither on in. All right. So anyway, man's feet it man's exposed. Feet. Man's feet itself not feminine. For a man to walk around with his feet exposed, it's a feminine gesture. Well, there we have it. All right. Let us know what you think That's about that. One for the archives now. Send in your uh, comments, complaints. Uh, I got two of the exact same questions. Get this out is of from the same crazy. People? No. Are they twins? This is nuts. Four minutes apart, two guys sent the exact same question. Who are they? Who are they? Joe Stanley and Jay Lichterman. Oh, shit. What'd they say? When are you going to play mathematics? Wow. How crazy. The song is that? Mathematics from our last album, The God Rhythm? Yes. When wow. are you going to play mathematics? Well, I don't know, man. I mean, I would like to give it a try one time, but it's like it has to be the right show. It has to be the kind of show where you can afford to have a uh a possible dull spot in this in the set, you know? Like you already know it's the the risk of it being dull. It might be dope, maybe, but it's potentially gonna be very dull. Yeah. So it has to be the right show where you can afford that, you know? Yeah, and it's a, it's a kind of, I mean, it's a long song for our yeah. standards. Let me check the time on it. It's a long song. It's an untested song, which could mean we don't know. Okay, so two people at least know it, maybe. I think a lot of people, well, when we first put the record up, that was overwhelmingly people's favorite song. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's going to be a good live song. Correct. It yeah. could be their favorite song, but it doesn't mean it's going to go over good live, you know? It is a um, mathematics is four minutes and thirty six seconds. It's the longest song that has lyrics. We have an instrumental on this album. It's the longest song in the album. Yeah, that's a. So when you're only playing thirty minutes, that's an and eternity. It's one jam. That's you know, and then nobody's moving, and people are like scratching their balls, looking the other way. Like I thought it was coming to a hardcore show, and these guys are on their period. We could literally play two songs, two bangers. Yeah. In the time it takes to play one potential dud. I mean, I'd like to test it. Correct. Out, but honestly, I don't even know if Chris knows it. I mean, he just he doesn't even bother learning our stuff. But Chris, do you even listen to your own music? I don't know my own music. Unbelievable. I bet he doesn't know. Right now, could you play? Grab the acoustic guitar in the other room. I don't think I could. You couldn't. I could don't you? remember it. You couldn't even play the beginning couple notes, could you? I could, I could <laughs> hum it. <laughs> he can't. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. It, you know why? No, you can't because you never did. You never bothered to learn it. You did your thing, your robotic way, where you had it recorded and convenience, and you went into a, a refrigerated area, and then you slowly learned overdubs over. But that's not the way to do things, baby. Come on, man. You know you know what I prefer. What? I prefer the company of machines. Oh. I have to give credit where credit is due. And Chris did a pretty sweet recording of the songs that we wrote last week. And he sent it out to everybody, a nice yeah. link with everybody. And they actually sound look, good. Look how he's looking did at you us. play? Chris, did you play the, the rhythms and stuff on there? No, Richie put them down. Richie did? Okay. But anyway, the recording itself was pretty dope. So, nice job. It's a nice writing tool, and I've been listening to them a it lot. Is, it is. They're going to be, some, gonna be some, for them some gems in that. For those thing. who don't know, we are writing a new album. Possibly called Kobayashi Maru. Wow, I like that. I had another idea that I'd say, I sent you guys, but nobody responded. I hmm. what it was, though. What's wrong with Chris? What are you looking at, Chris? What are you is doing? Is that a B? 
A bee? I, don't I thought know. he was saying bean. That's so funny. I was no, like, I thought it was a bee flying around. Could be. I think Chris is on drugs, maybe. Allergic? Right. Might be on drugs. Any more questions? What do you got? I want to say happy. I'd like to one day. Our next show is Tsunami. You know what? We're going to play Mathematics 4th. What? Oh, my God. We're not going to practice anyway, so we're not. Happy birthday to Keats. Hey, Keats. old friend Keats. Happy birthday. Keats is a great musician. Happy birthday to my old cousin, Maya. Maya. Happy birthday. (laughs) Who else? Maya's sis sent me a message. She said, I said, happy birthday. She said, you still rocking out overseas? Amen, Maya. We are, Maya. And we're talking about you on Post America Not currently rocking out, but we are talking about you. I got a lot of cousins down in D.C., 50 more cousins at grandma's house. I got a lot of cousins. I got down 50 there. more cousins. How's that go again? Who is that? Thurston Howell the Thurston Howell the third, baby. Some real hip hop. You ever heard of a hip hop group called Nice and Smooth? No. Good. From like the late 80s, I think. That's nice really, yeah. and smooth. Yeah, it's good. That's an old school name. Um, I don't have any more questions. You got anything? How about the uh We're running out of time here, boys. How much, Chris? Colin Kaepernick. Oh yeah, I think Chris that knows was, nothing uh, about that. He knows nothing. I saw somebody burning his jersey. Chris, there's a football player, quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers named yes. Colin Kaepernick. Oh wait, I think I know about a this controversy. A phenom, and he he refuses to stand now during the uh, national anthem as a protest wow. against a country that he says doesn't care about black people and allows them to die in the street. That's hmm. fake. Looks great though, right? Looks awesome. Well, terrible, but awesome. But, uh, that's, the, that's the latest controversy. So, what do you think? You got a problem with him, Chris? He's that, had a loss for words over yeah. here. Wow. Do you have a problem with him, Chris? Uh, you know, he can protest however he needs to. That's it, huh? Even at work? Aren't you mad? At work, whatever. Look, here's Aren't a guy. Aren't you upset that he's doing that? No, he's not showing respect. This right, this is America, man. I saw that. Here's a guy burning Colin Kaepernick's jersey. Wow, take a stand, buddy. You spent $75 on a jersey because <laughs> you got a man it. crush on a six foot six, nice, thin toned, dark quarterback, and now you burn his jersey because he didn't do what you wanted. He you didn't know, stand up. You and know pay the attention when he thing? thought he should. You cry, baby. I can't believe how long it takes this jersey to burn. Yo, Kaepernick jerseys are very dense. Crazy. They're for firefighting. It's still going. They're firefighter jerseys. <laughs> Wow, if you were in this and someone burned you, you are toast, man. It's a little more fact that they made of asbestos. Listen. They don't burn. Joe, you care that he did that? Uh, I don't give a shit. I don't care what you want, man. man. Do whatever you want. I don't care that this guy burned it. I don't care that he did it. I'm mad at the guy that burnt that jersey. There's kids with no clothes, and you're burning clothes? The hell's the this matter kid's with freezing in the winter and you're burning clothes? Poor what Kaepernick do? A poor little Chinese kid literally slaved over his loom making that shirt for you. And you're loom. burning it. Kaepernick's just saving some energy. He's sitting down during your favorite song. You probably don't even know the words to. Give me a break. Do you know them? Oh, oh say can you see By the dawn's early light What so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming Ladies and gentlemen, people of the world, we respect your opinion. If you choose to sit down while we sing this great song, the choice is yours. We will not judge you. We will not be hypocrites. 
This is a free country. You are free to stand or to sit. Just know in the end, we love you. We will be there for you, and the Post-America Podcast cares for you. We are the future of America, and only through us can you find truth and inspiration. (laughs) So please understand, the more you listen to the podcast, the more intelligent you will become. The more intelligent you become, the more of an asset you will be to this great nation. For the land of the free. Beautiful. And the home of the brave. Fireworks, baby, we're out of here. America Podcast.